This is the podcast of Stav, Abby and Matt. Uh, hopefully you've realised that and it's not a mistake. But even if it was a mistake, I would just encourage you to stick with us because you are not going to be disappointed by what is coming up in this podcast. Right, Abby? Yes, that's true. That is so true. And, you know, we are an equal opportunity employer, which is why uh, we have someone Stop it. who can speak like that uh, on our show and someone... <laughs> Can't understand technology and make this damn thing stop. So stick around. Here's the podcast. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Next Thursday, we've penciled it in. Launch date, we are going to float across the Brisbane River on a raft made of goon sacks. Goony, goon, goon. Had a little bit of a panic attack at one o'clock in the morning thinking about this. Did you? A little bit. That felt right up in bed. I, went, oh. I think it's when we were talking to some uh, professional and found out there were 600 bull sharks that they found just in, in a 500 river. square yeah. metre area. Well, <laughs> our, our marine uh, architect came in yesterday and he said, some friends of mine at the uni did some sonar work mm. and uh, there's 600 bull sharks at the top of the river. Mm. So that made me think we need to go down to BCF. Yeah. And we need to get and, more. And, you know, you know uh. one of, not, they don't sell goon bags at BCF, though they should. <laughs> they should. <laughs> we should get, you know how when you, you go fishing, you can have those little things on the bottom of the boat that tell you where the fish are? Yeah. yeah and yeah. you can stop. You see it on the little screen. Yeah. If, I'd, if I'd rather we have not one know. of those. Ignorance is bliss. No, let's, I don't want the panic. Not, yeah. Unless we're going to make a glass bottom so I can actually see them. <laughs> don't look at me like that's a good idea, Manny Acton, because no, that is not. Glass wine bottles. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. no, I'm just thinking. It's a Brisbane River. You why, still see anything. Why are you worried about a little sonar thing, but yet you want a big pane of glass there so you can wave to them? Because I don't want to know that they're there and then not know what they are. You still wouldn't be able to see them. It's a Brisbane River. Anyway, help us out, Steph. We we are also, by the way, we are only at 69 bags at the moment. We need 170 bags. So remember, that's to carry all of our weight. Uh, Remember, if you have a goon bag and you want to donate it to the raft, drop it off at 309 North Quay. uh, Or if you call Black and White Cabs, they will come to you and they will pick up the goon bag, deliver it to us. We need it by Monday because build date is Monday. I wanted to build earlier, but you guys want to do it last minute for some reason. (laughs) So please bring us the goon bags. It's not part of a team, is it? Just putting it out there, I want to build it earlier. (laughs) Well, no, we had a meeting and I said, let's build the goon raft and then we know it's ready to go. You guys said, no, we're not going till Thursday. Let's start Monday, maybe Tuesday. Why do today what you can put off till tomorrow? Exactly. It's my motto. <laughs> anyway, speaking of putting things off, I didn't put anything off. I hit the recording studio, the, the, my singing songwriting studio, yes. and I, uh, I've penned a little ditty in honour of us. I, I, what I saw of this is, is this is what they can play um, at our, um, what do you call it? Memorial. <laughs> okay, so hang on. People have honestly asked that. What? Someone wrote to me on Instagram saying, hey, more importantly, how do you guys want to be remembered? Oh, just... <laughs> As a floating, floating down the Brisbane River on a goon sack. <laughs> yeah, they died. They died doing, doing what, what they loved. loved. <laughs> I just want to point out. Yeah, you didn't want to build the raft early, but you had enough time to go and bang out a little song about yeah, it. Yeah, well, we need this. Are we going to sing this on the raft? On the raft, this we bro. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to need more bags yeah. if you bring in your guitar. If you're going to electrify oh, it, we're going to okay. carry an air. Right. You need to be drunk to hear me sing. <laughs> <laughs> It helps. No. Uh, so uh, this is my my song uh, for the goon sack raft that we are okay. we are building. Okay, I'm doing this live. So, ah, <clears throat> oh, good tune. I see a sack of goon rising. 
I see it getting full of air We've got a good chance of dying Yes, yes we do Don't think this was a good idea Drink some goon tonight Then blow the sack up tight There's a goon raft sailing by Maddie and Stab, stab doing the rowing Using Abby for the bait <laughs> Down Brisbane River we are flowing If we are sinking it's too late Gaff it up real tight You won't believe your eyes There's a goon raft sailing by Gaff tape holds it all together Hope we are quite prepared to die did anybody check the weather? And was that a bull shark swimming by? Yes. This idea was shite. Drown, <laughs> we just might. There's a goon raft sailing by. There's a goon raft sailing by. Tell our families we say bye. <laughs> there you go. Woo! Bags across the really uplifting. But yeah, in all honesty, what did you say yesterday about Matty Acton? That he's our chum. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, if they're going to take anyone, it would be the guy with the most meat. So it'll be Matty Acton. I said, that's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. Because you're burly. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. They need someone to clean their teeth with, though. The toothpick will be next. That's true. (laughs) Uh, The Goon Raft, we launch it Thursday. Follow it all online. Hit105.com.au. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Tommy Little. Tommy Little. Tommy Little. Yep, that's his name. He's in the studio. Morning, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, guys. Uh, Welcome back. Happy New Year. All those things. I do have to to say, this is only for me, like, one of my first days back at work, because the first week I had off, I had gastro. Sure he did. And... If there is a great time to get gastro, it's the week leading up to I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, because nobody believes you that you have gastro. Oh, I just, you going in. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and you should know in your heart of hearts, if ever you see me in that jungle, firstly, mm. I'm unhappy. But secondly, <laughs> it means they've run out of money and they've gone, who can we get for the 10 bucks we've got left? Oh, come I on. I thought they did, did that this year, didn't they? With, with the, all the others. The model and no, those pop stuff. Tiffany's had a song. Um, the, Tiffany did have, had a yeah. song. Bernard's already out, yeah. and I've got an issue with how he says his own name. That's a different thing. Bernhard. It's Bernhard. Bernhard. It's Bernard, you wanker. It's not Bernhard. <laughs> I have the same issue. Gerard Butler yeah. does it for me as well. It's Jerry, mate. It's just Jess. <laughs> don't get over yourself. Do you think you would have lasted more than three nights? No. No, I don't. I, um, I, I don't. Although, if I did last... I think I would have looked a lot better at the end. That, I get jealous yeah. of the people at the end. You, it's the same with Survivor, right? Yeah, it's a weight they loss look, program. The weight loss program. Mm. We should make it into like a restaurant version where you go and 
the food's amazing, but it gives you gastro. So <laughs> it's, it's like it's it's called like fat to f me. You look good or something like that afterwards. But guys, I've got a very exciting show that is uh, on tonight yeah. on Channel Ten, nine o'clock. After I'm a celebrity, it is the Montreal Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. Uh, it's basically the Olympics yeah. of comedy. So did you pop over? Did you go to Montreal? I did. I went over. Did you learn I, any I, French? I. Uh, <laughs> I learnt not to try and use French with them. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> because I would open with bonjour, and they would go, bonjour, comment ça va, and I'd have to go, oh, me slow down, sorry. Uh, I used my whole bit of French in my first word. So, yeah, no, I did the, uh, I did the typical Australian thing of just uh, slow down and yell it at them, mm-hmm. which That'll they're work. bilingual. Mm-hmm. They know their English quite well over there. But exciting things on the show. Carl Barron uh, doing his first spot over there for the first time in 15 years wow. and uh, caught up with interviews for all of the guys over there as well. So it's great. Are you single? Um, this is an issue. Um, I don't know. You're not, I don't yeah, know. you're in the, that means one you're of seeing phases. someone, but it's not official yet. No, what happened was uh, around Christmas time, I tried seeing someone long distance. And um, oh, the, problem, the problem with that is you have no time together and then you have like three days together. And you right? don't talk because you're busy. Yeah, well, um, I wish I wish I was, but I'm I'm busy for about two minutes, and then there's heaps of time to talk. Ooh, marathon. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> but the problem is, I because it's so early on. Then when that person leaves, you just need to do all those things. Like you just need to fart. Yeah. You just need to. You just need to do number twos. Like you just. It's such hard work. I'm lying there in stomach cramps at night, thinking. Although it's great to see this person. Jeez, I'd love to fart. Yeah. <laughs> sounds so romantic, doesn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So that's but how it ended. Stage, you finally farted, and but when I farted, and she went, "If that's what it's going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> you've set off four car alarms in the area because you've been building it up for four days." Well, um, Abby, how how quickly would you fart in front of somebody? Oh, look, I don't. I think you know that they're the person if you feel comfortable to do it, like in the ne- in the three days. That's how you know you found the one, and that doesn't hang sound on, like a romantic on, that thing. That is not the. That is not the that test. Is- you're saying that like that's definitely yeah. You should say Abby's like, rule. hi, I'm Abby. Pull my finger. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, the reason I ask that if you're single is I wonder with all the travelling. You know, have you ever been on a dating app overseas? Like, if is there a language barrier for people who ever do that? It must be weird. <laughs> is Tinder know, the same in any in yeah. any language? Do you know? And I, this is going to sound like I say, oh, a friend of mine. When really it's me. Yeah. Um, and it is. So let's just go with that. <laughs> but I found out on Tinder you can actually log in to the area without having to be there. Right. So oh, you can go. Really? Uh, you can go. All right, Bali. What's going on in Bali? Have a swipe. And I've got a mate who is desperately single and is now in his late forties. He's actually started just <laughs> checking into Tinder around the world to see where the hottest. Where single he, girls he, he are. He should go on holidays. And then, and then he's flying <laughs> no. there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Working backwards. That's, because I think that, he's got like he's got a lead up, doesn't he? Like a month. Yeah, he'll, work. yeah. He'll chat to them all. Yeah, he's not he's not just looking and then jumping on a plane. He'll chat to them, do the groundwork and go, Hey, that's so weird. I'm actually coming to Eastern Russia <laughs> in four weeks' time. Is that that's like going on Uber Eats and it asks you to select the type of cuisine you want? You yeah, just go Italian. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very yeah. smart. I like the world, it. 
Is it? Is it, is it, is it smart? Or yes. is it desperate is it a bit, Yeah, is it a bit creepy? Like, no. it's just such a coincidence I'm out the front of your hotel when you I said that you were going to be here. <laughs> Abby, I love how you say, is it a bit creepy, when the only thing that would make it less creepy in your mind is getting off that plane in Russia and farting in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, you <laughs> are the one. one. You're the one. Uh, well, buddy, you can check you out tonight. You're hosting the 2017 Montreal Comedy Festival, 9 o'clock on 10, and also the Wind Network. Uh, buddy, great to talk to you, and we'll uh, also hear you this afternoon. Hey, love you guys. Thanks for having us. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. You guys know that I'm not the sort of person that just gets sucked into gimmicks on Instagram, you know? Not that sort of person. But celebrities... <laughs> We're not, been, saying, we're not saying anything. Celebrities have been endorsing something, and I thought, oh, we have to get our hands on this. Okay. And I heard about it in the holidays, and we've been trying to source it, but it takes a long time to be able to come, and it's just been delivered, and I'm really excited. From China? Let me guess, China or Russia? Far north Queensland. Why does it take so long, then? Because they have to make it. And in front of you, <laughs> you have water. water. Crocs have been eating all of the delivery men. Just ask Bob Catter. <laughs> I came across this on the holidays and I was just like, whoa, this is different. There is a, a Queenslander who is now making bottled water that is infused with sound and light. It is called Frequency Water and all the celebrities have been endorsing it. Oh, yeah. Katy Perry's been endorsing it, uh, the Veronicas, uh-huh. and he makes it in far north Queensland. Oh, hang on, let me hold the cup up to the mic. <laughs> Yeah, what's, what, what's yeah, what, yeah, true. Yeah. There's a little, little dance party going on. So in he there. sells it's three infused. different bottles, right. and they are Love, mm-hmm. Luna, mm-hmm. and Rainbow Frequency Infused Water. Are these all? We've got three cups in front of us. Are they all sonically infused? Yes. Right. Yes. Well, so, no, no, no. Two of them are. Right. So in front of you, you have Love uh-huh. and Rainbow right. and Brisbane Water. And okay. I want you to get familiar with the Brisbane Water. It may or may not be out of the river that we're about to go well, on in the Green Raft. It's definitely not. It's, it's too clear. clear, yeah. Mm. I reckon what this guy's done, though, is mm. a genius. Yeah. Is he's thought, I need to make a product mm. that idiots with too much money will buy. It's and then you just invent something. It's $3.50. Well, bottle for a bottle was that for a while. Yeah. You know, heavy arm, everyone was going, you can get Voss. It you, know, you know what I love? When yeah. people buy a bottle of Voss, sparkling yes. Voss, and then they fill it up out of the tap for the rest of their life so they look like, look how rich I am, I but, can buy a bottle of Voss. Do you know, this might not be a joke because Frequency H2O has twice been voted Australia's best tasting water. Okay. And is ranked um, sixth best water source on earth. Right. Okay, so would you test so what are we one, doing? We got go three one. glasses. You got three different glasses, and they're all infused with um, something different. I want you guys to see if you can guess. So we you've got, got the one, first two, one. Yeah. yeah. So one of them is Brisbane. Is that number one you drink? Water. One of them is Love, and the other one is Rainbow. Okay, I'm going to say number one is. Hang on. So Love Water is sourced from precious water from um, far north Queensland. It's put through two stage kinetic energy process and infused with 528. What's the right. yep. um, Hertz. Yep. Uh, number one is uh, Brisbane tap water. Number three is love. And number two is rainbow. Boom. Manny, what would you like to lock in? Which one did you say was Brisbane? First one? one? Yeah, I said Brisbane water. Um, I think cup two is a load of crap. And <laughs> cup three is you're a moron with too much money. Why did you bother buying that? Because all it is is Brisbane water put in a sweet little package. <laughs> Well, congratulations, Stav. You can taste the rainbow and the love. You are right. Nailed it. Did, does it taste good? Um, it tastes different to one. I will give it that. Yeah, one was... Pr- one? See, one is Brisbane River. Maybe yeah. it is worth it. 
Did you, you guys did you get it out of better? the river? Or did you... No, is no, it, no, is no, that tap water? No, 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 no. Because no. it tasted... You know when you're on a really hot day, you're outside and you go for a big slurp out of the uh, the hose and you can taste the hose? Mm. Can you taste how hydrating it is? I mean, I know it's water and it should be, but for some reason he said it's extra hydrating. I, um... Do you reckon we got ripped off? Oh, do I? I think I know. <laughs> I, I know uh, you did. How many cases did you buy? I, um... So we're going to be drinking this for a long time, guys. <sighs> How many? Ca- oh no, we got. Do we pay for this, or did this come out of the well, show budget? Or yeah, I um, I have to pee. We've got three cases, so we are going to be drinking love for a very long time, guys. It's infused with the frequency of love. We're going to feel so much better sure? about ourselves. We've got to be careful, though. You sure he hasn't just like gone and got an oversupply of Viagra and just whacked it in the water? Well, when you feel it kicking in, let us know. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> hang on, we do hang on a second. The- the desk. Oh, <laughs> oh, come on! It's a visual joke. The desk is on. The desk is going the desk up. Is rising. Everyone, <laughs> it doesn't really work for radio. Oh, that's good. Now I can stand up. But when you're on Facebook tonight, you'll be like, "Oh, that's uh. that's a laugh and a half." Do you feel better? Well, I've only just had it. It's got to get into your system. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It'll kick in about halfway through the DJ set, and then you'll be like, "Wow, we're having a good night." It's you know, it's something. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Australian women. They need to get help, get happy, I think, and this is why. I'm really shocked by this. There's been a global women's wellbeing report and they've surveyed over 2,000 women all over the world over a few years. Uh And the Australian stats are really concerning. And they've said that the most unhappy people are from 18 to 29 and then from 30 to 49, so I don't, uh, sorry, from 31, so I don't know why everyone's so happy in their 30s. But apparently it's the only year that's Okay, happy. so you turn 30, you, you have 12 months of bliss, you go, I've made it, you know you what? I've pushed through the crap. Yep. Oh, now I hate myself again. Yeah. And then you get really depressed. But this is really concerning. They have said that only 15% of women are happy. 15%? In their life. 15%. That is terrible. I would have thought that would be quite high. <laughs> <laughs> And it, honestly, I feel like we could learn a lot from men because they've done a comparison and... Stop. <sighs> Play a song. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Hang on a second. <laughs> oh, here No, we I'm go. awake. I'm Let, awake. What did you say? What did you say? make a big deal about What'd it. I don't remember. It was in the Something past. Something about learning from men. Mm, really? Uh, but they've gone on to say that 80% of women in Australia believe that they'll not fulfill their potential. 71% say they don't have enough energy to do what they need. 72% fall into the comparison trap as well. Mm-hmm. 60% a lot of people do that. Only, yeah, only live for the weekends and holidays. And 50% have mental health issues relating to their work. So they just hate their work, but they just don't feel like they can get anything better. Do you do? Shouldn't have fought so hard for the ability to work. <laughs> oh, come on. Can I, do you do this, Abs? My, my wife is bad for this at the yes. moment. She's uh, gone back to working four days a week mm-hmm. and taking on a bigger role and she's travelling. I dropped her at the airport this morning. She's mm-hmm. travelling a lot for work and she's doing a fantastic job. She's working her ass off. I'm so proud of her. But what she does is rather than go, look at all the stuff I did today. Yes. And like, God, I got a lot done. Yeah. She just focuses on like the three or four things that she didn't get to. The, the negative, yeah. Even though she's done, she's done like four million things. And I'm like, I could never do that in one day. No, and we punish ourselves for what we haven't achieved rather than celebrate our wins, which is the opposite than what a lot of guys do. A lot of guys will go, gee, I did a lot. Or I relaxed today and that was awesome. But if yeah. a girl relaxes, they're like, oh, I'm just, yeah. you know, we've got more of that guilt so it's that more, comes it's more of a it. mental thing like, yeah, because we've got all the same problems going on, but we just go, like a man could be on fire, but if the cricket's on in 10 minutes, we're like, sweet. 
Yeah. <laughs> this will but I'll burn for at least thirty minutes. I'll catch the first couple That'd of moments. That'd be fine. Neither the ten. <laughs> you know, yeah. we look at the bright side. Look at the bright side a little bit more than mm. what we did. They saying that the fifteen percent that are happy of those women, they have clarity because they know who they are and what they want, mm-hmm. and they do believe in themselves and make the best of it. Connection yeah. um, because they take time um, of their mind, body, and spirit and give energy and motivation. Basically, they learn to relax and confidence. So they'll they'll make the decisions in their workplace to get forward rather than going, oh, I shouldn't ask for a pay rise because I really don't deserve it and maybe they won't. Why do I also feel that that 15% happy though they may be don't have any female friends? You know, because reading that out when you say that, you I hear all the other women going, "Gosh, she's such a bitch. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny if you go into a workplace, and I've always said this, imagine if you go into a workplace and you're like, you know what? My partner is so rude. And all the girls go, yeah, what did he do? Uh-huh. Yeah. But if you were to come into the workplace and you're like, my partner is so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Did you see what he did for me last night? And he got me flowers. Everyone goes, oh, that's yeah, nice. That's crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, then they walk off and they go, she's lying. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's cheating all- on her. And it's, also what- <laughs> <laughs> it's also what you said about not comparing yourselves mm. to oh. others. Because I often find people go, oh, I don't know how you do it all. I'm like, what do all? What do you mean? Like, yeah. I have mental breakdowns all the time at home. Yeah. And it works. And you just don't know what other people are going through. And at work, yes, thank you, Steph. <laughs> I think career-wise, too, men also do do that career-wise, and I did it for a long time, was, oh, well, they're in that job, and why haven't I got that yeah. job yet? I want to be there. If you actually just stop and look around for a while and you go, this is actually all right, and stop worrying about being the same as everyone I'm else. I'm actually really good at that. Happiness is being content with what you have exactly. right now. That's happiness. If you, What do they say? If you're anxious, you're living in the future. If you're depressed, you're living in the past. Right. And what if you're living in the now? Then you're happy because you're not thinking about anything. You're right now. Right now. Right now. Right oh, now. You know what? Being here with you two makes me happy right now. All the time? You guys just had All a fight. <laughs> no, we didn't. You, you had a little bit of a... <laughs> no, we didn't. You told me if I want to talk to Amy Drew, I should get over and walk over myself. <laughs> well, Abby just dropped out of the 15%. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. There you go, women. Buck it up. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey. Yep. We're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Uh, it'll be the 1st of February. God, the year's going so w. fast. W is your <laughs> for tomorrow. That is the like letter. At AM, we're going to play. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Pat, talk to me. Pat, talk. You want your mama? I love you. Here's something out of the ordinary. That's exactly what I was going to say. Do you need to do a disclaimer before you do this and be honest about your true feelings to do with I don't hate pets. pets. I don't hate pets. I just don't want them. I think there is a lot of responsibility. My wife at the moment is like banging on about a dog or a cat, which means, yes, we're going to get one because she's the true boss. But I'm not a big fan of pets. I don't, don't need this pet. to the table. <clears throat> it's a pet topic. It's a pet, pet topic. topic. You, every time we want to talk about pets, you know what he goes? Yeah. Nah, people don't want to talk about them. Ooh, phone call from Satan. It's cold down there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say people don't want to talk about pets. We just went through a long pet chat run where we, we did a we lot of pet talk. One. We, we did one. We did one. And you said, that's it for the year. We are done. Anyway, I'm bringing a pet topic. I'm bringing out one pet topic oh, for the year. This go. is it. Get All it over right. with in January. Yep. The other day, I slinked into uh, pick up my kid from daycare, little Xander. Yes. And a uh, couple in. of the uh, ladies from daycare were rummaging around out the front garden. Uh-huh. I'm like, what are they doing? They're weeding, that's weird. I prefer that you're at the back <laughs> looking after my kid, but I guess the garden's need to look nice. <laughs> Turns out that they were on the hunt for 
a hermit crab. Right. Because oh. the kids had pet, they had a pet hermit crab yeah, there, yeah. and they'd gone missing. Oh. And they couldn't find them, and someone had spotted this hermit crab out the in front, the in the front garden. So they were out there to collect him to put him back in. Right. Do you remember the hermit crab when you walked in? Um, I, I, to be honest, they didn't even know that hermit crab. Oh, okay. there. Right. So there was a, a tank full of shells. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they found the hermit crab. Oh, great! Uh, and hermit crab had gone to a better place. Oh, and it died. Oh. Could be kids listening. Oh, eh? Look at his face. He's disappointed. It's Mate, gone. It, it, it just, went. To, it went. They found it. They found him, but he'd he gone said, somewhere else. I want to go. Yes. I want to go somewhere else now. I don't want to come yeah. back to you. And they said, "Well, fair enough." But he's dead, right? Oh, he's gone to a farm. He's gone to the he's sea to, farm. He's gone to the sea farm. Honestly, mate. What? You're an amateur. He is now soft shell crab. Okay. okay. He's <laughs> no. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone on a lovely holiday somewhere and decided this is where he wants to stay. Yes. Okay. okay. So I said, why do you have to break that news to the kids? They're like, how are we going to do it? Should we do a going away? No, if you, um, I think if you know it'd be good, it teaches yes. them about the yes, circle of life. Yeah, and I said, why put yourself through that? Why put the kids through that? Why not just replace him? No, because that's what you do, Manny. You try to take away any bad feelings. Like, no, don't cry. Here's a lollipop. That's not the answer. You have to deal with bad feelings. Oh, no, I wasn't giving feelings. lollipops. No, but like, you know, I think you have to teach you him teach about, him about death. death. That's right. That's why I said it and everyone jumped on You're me. just taking the easy option and going, nah. We did it. Right. We had hermit crabs yeah. once. <laughs> oh, actually, we had hermit crabs about six or seven times. The best thing is you can just reuse the shell. Put Hermie in the same shell, and they look exactly the same. So you just replace it. Re- and replace that's what you away. Them, you can't replace pets. I, and this is what they said to me. They go, no, nah, they'll, they'll, they'll know. Mm. And I thought, 131060, this has got to go to the people of Brisbane. Have you ever replaced a pet? You didn't want to have to go through it with the kids or... Something bad happened you and you wanted to cover your tracks. Did you manage to replace the pet? I think goldfish you can. Goldfish, maybe. I mean, I had a, a different Siamese fighting fish when I came home. I had a purple one. I came home, it was blue. And my brothers told me that they'll be. I'll be proud I've got the strongest one, which that was hard to deal with. I came home once, had a different sister. And look how well-rounded you are now. <laughs> <laughs> Budgies, you can't. You can never get the same colour. No. You said they lost some feathers and dogs, grew some new ones. definitely no. No, oh, dog. I bet no. you we've had a dog swap. No. no. Look at this. The phones are like no. a Christmas tree. No, and They've cats, exploded. No. Can't cat. swap a cat. It happened on Meet the Fockers. Remember he spray-painted Jinxie's tail? That's a movie, hunt. Yeah. You can't <laughs> swap a cat. So what? I think hermit crab, possibly. Goldfish, definitely. Anything bigger, no. 131060, have you ever swapped a pet that went to a better place? We'll take your calls next here at Hit 105. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Pet talk to me. Pet talk. You want your mama? Pet talk. I love you. I love you. The daycare centre where my little fella goes, they had a hermit crab issue. Um, I said to them, why not just get a new one? No one will be none the wiser. They thought I was a terrible human. But then I could see in the back of their eyes, they were like, yeah, good idea. So, 131060, have you had to do this before with a pet? It went to a better place, so you've just swapped him over. All right, we've got Debbie from Capalabar. Have you swapped out a pet, Debs? Yeah, I did. I had two budgies for my daughter called Bonnie and Clyde. I put them in a, outside one day in their cage, and the cat knocked them over. Yeah. And um, I replaced them two days later, and my daughter never knew the difference. Debbie, how many stores did you have to go to to get the right colour? 
Uh, they were white and blue. I have one store, That's got good. them, and she never knew the difference, ever. Wow. Maddie's giving like a satisfied C. There you go. That's <laughs> easy to do. We may even be getting to the time like where technology catches up and they just clone the, you know. Well, so they you just get... did it with yeah. monkeys. Yeah. Remember yeah, they did she it... never knew. She, she never knew. They came back. Oh, she thought they were lucky they flew back home again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're homing budgies. Just think, you imagine how many pets are out there right now. People are blissfully unaware that that dog is not the dog they think it but is. But then do you replace that one if you have to? Like, when do you stop the replacement? This dog's 150 years old. <laughs> they go to school and they go, I got a magical dog. <laughs> it keeps coming back. It's a different colour. <laughs> it's a Benjamin Button. It's going oh. in reverse. Adrian in Fortitude Valley, did you replace a pet? Uh, yes, I did. My housemate, she had uh, chickens. And I have two dogs, a Staffy and a Blue Hill, and the Blue Hill developed a bit of a taste for chicken. Uh-huh. Yep. And um, anyway, we were washing our cars one day, not watching the dogs, and she got one of them. And the chicken's name was Babs, named after Barbara Streisand. Of course. And my other housemate and I were just absolutely had no idea what to do. We're thinking, crap, what can we do? Because she's, she loves these chickens. Yeah. So we drove all around Brisbane trying to find one that matched. It was a fully grown chicken, so it was really hard to find a fully grown chicken. I mm. uh, went to heaps of livestock, you know, stores and whatever. <laughs> We eventually found one, took it home, replaced it, and um, my housemate, Jody, hello if you're listening, um, she started hand-raising this chicken because obviously it was a lot smaller than Babs', Babs one, and um, it also was missing the crest on its head because right. it was younger. Right. So she never knew, and she thought that the other chickens were picking on it and that they had attacked it and pecked its crest off its head, and they thought that they were eating all the food. And oh. then she was like, <laughs> oh, poor Babs. Oh. So is she just hearing this for the first time? Yes. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, Kylie in Logan Village, you've done it? Uh, my mum and dad did it to me. So when I was four, I was gifted two goldfish, a black one and a, gold, a normal orange one. Yeah. And my black one died and I was devastated, absolutely devastated. And my parents obviously thought, oh, we can never let her go through this again. This is too much to deal with. So for 10 years, they keep replacing my orange goldfish 15 times over 10 years. And I just thought I had the world's oldest goldfish. And it wasn't until we moved over here to Australia. And my parents said, oh, let's give the goldfish to a friend who's got a pond. We can't bring it over to Australia with us. That, and then on my 18th birthday, there was during my speech, they told me that they'd replaced my goldfish for over the 10 years. Oh, times. Oh, wow. Surprise. <laughs> that is a magical goldfish. Oh, this one's interesting. All right. Brooke and Hope Island, did you uh, replace hey. a, a pet? I did. It was my neighbours. She was about seven and they went on holiday, so oh. it was my job to look after it. Always and I risky. Didn't realize I know. I didn't know if you dumped all the food in there. I thought, like, I couldn't come for a couple of days and I'd get away with it. Yeah. It kills the fish. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And... So we replaced it and she had no idea for ages. And then when it actually died, she was so devastated about it. And mum was like, get over it. It wasn't the real fish anyway. Brooke killed it. What? And we, yes, she dug me in. And then we got hate mail from her. And it was, um, she put it in our mailbox and she was like, I can't believe you did this. I'm going to kill you. And so we brought the note out on her 21st. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Talia in the switch. Hi, how are you going? Good. You've done this? No, my friend actually had a pet snake and it got out of its tank. Um, and a couple of days later, uh, she hadn't even realised her mum had gone and brought a new one, swapped it over, whatnot. Um, and then a couple of days had passed and she said, oh, mum, Levi's out of the, out of the tank, it's on top. And then she looked in the tank and there was another snake and she goes, um, actually, mum, there's two. <laughs> 
<laughs> and her mum wasn't afraid that there was just a snake, a snake on the out. loose? No, she's like, no. Nope. No, no, she wasn't, but she got caught out. She had no idea that it was going to come back. <laughs> the snake came back, and he's like, what is this? Was it a twin? Uh, there you go. No dogs, though. No notice. dogs. No. No, no dogs. not a dog. Not no. one dog replacement. you get to know their personality. Just another reason not to get a dog. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. If you pick up the Courier Mail today, you'll see on the front cover a big push to get swimming lessons back into Queensland schools. We're the only state that doesn't do um, swimming lessons in uh, schools. And uh, When did it stop, though? Because it used to yeah, be. It, it is ridiculous as well because we're also the state that has the most pools and obviously beautiful beaches. But um, I don't know. I remember doing it at school. Mm. And you got it was composite. Remember, you had to go in and you yeah, like, tracksuit pants track suit and pa- shoes. Yeah, some days. Yeah. Mm, I ruined a lot of pair of good Nikes doing that. <laughs> oh, always, al- always forgot my my crappy ones. Oh. Doesn't matter. You're getting in anyway. I found that the Dunlop volleys dried out pretty quick. Yeah, so. they were good for that. Um, but it, yeah, you're right. It is important. I mean, that we have uh, many many beaches. We're all out and about and, and swimming in in pools and lucky enough to have friends with pools. Uh, and we were very. We got Rory into swimming lessons when she was four months old. I think she was very yeah. young just to, to get. Really, swim. that is early. Yeah, yeah, we did the same. That way, to... by the time they don't know what's going. On and by the time they do, they're so used to it that they don't care. Yeah. So we haven't. Xander's nearly four. We haven't given him one lesson. Yet. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Well, we we take out. Yeah. No, my kids are pretty good swimmers, but it's only because my husband's a surfer, and I always got scared if they didn't sur- like swim that he'd be out there and just go, "No, nah, you'll be fine." So I was like, I want them to be strong swimmers. <laughs> But it's because you don't trust your husband's husband. 100%. Every time I go, I'm like, mate, seriously. <laughs> Come like- out the back. Come out yeah. the back, boys. I know you're a great swimmer, hon, but why don't you take the kids in between the flags? <laughs> Under the wave. Go duck. <laughs> no, but I, I, we pay for classes, mm, and I understand yeah. that a lot of people don't because it is an expensive. Yeah, it is. What's it cost? So we go to the Clem Jones Centre, and I believe that's one of the cheapest because I pulled them out of another one that was too expensive. Yeah. Um, but for both of them to go for a term, it's $350. Right. Which I know that a lot of parents will go, well, wait yeah, a minute, if we, if we can't afford it. And is we it? were talking about it, and I was like, well, you can't skimp on the safety aspect. Well, is this bad that Ethan, our eldest, oh, he might have had like one or two swimming lessons, but I taught him to swim. No, that's fine, that's as fine. long as anyone teaches him. Because growing can. up, we always had pools yeah. and, that's different. And, and stuff, yeah. so I kind of just thought... And you guys are getting a pool. Well, that's... You promised us, no, and, Matt, and Stav and no. I are contributing a dollar each day so I, we can swim in I it. I said, I'm looking into a pool. If I can afford it, I'll get it. You guys are willing. If you put in money, you can come around whenever you want. But 131060, at what age are you and you still can't swim? We've got Debbie in Bribie Island. Hey, Debbie. Hey. You can't swim? I, I can't, no. And the kind of contradicting part of my story is that uh, a couple of years ago, um, I was... Uh, a swim instructor for um, school land swim lessons. Wait. Um, at a local centre. Okay. What? How? So, well, it's something that it's amazing the things you can actually teach that you can't do yourself. Like well, those who can't do boys, teach. <laughs> so that's bad. <laughs> I've got two boys, seven and ten, and they both do squad swimming, and they've been swimming since they were babies. So I see them do it. I I see. Then two nights a week for an hour each night and I can see them being collected and you get taught how to teach. But um, <laughs> when I did swimming lessons as a kid um, through my school, I just had a really bad experience and I never trusted the water again. Right. And uh. I've grown up through that. But having said that, we're putting a pool in ourselves um, and it's, it's my to-do list this year. I need to learn how to right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's, I mean... 
I'm sure you're a great person, Debbie, but I would not be happy as a parent. I found out you. <laughs> well, women instructor couldn't swim. Because when you look at the women instructors, they can touch the bottom. You yeah. know, when they help the young kids out. True. I guess it's Sam. not like a driving instructor who can't drive. Well, <laughs> how do you change gears? I don't know, buddy. <laughs> Sam, I've seen Mum do it a few times <laughs> in Albany Creek. You can't swim. No, I can't. And how old are you, Sam? I'm 24. Okay. And how did you get through? Because I, I, we thought it was all compulsory for people to do it at school and it only stopped recently, but you never were involved with the school program? No. So when I was at school, they had a program in place, but it was like you didn't have to do it and it was uh, after school. Yeah. So yeah, because right. of that, um, I never learnt to swim. So it's this year, actually, I want to do a triathlon next year. So my husband who used to be a national swimmer, is actually teaching me how to swim. Oh, right. That'd be great. No, my friend just sent me a text. He learned at the age of 37, like just three years ago, and he's doing triathlons now. Yeah, right. oh. uh, this might be our oldest caller, I think, who can't swim. Hi, Carmella. Hi. Uh, how old are you? I'm 40. And ne- never been able to swim? No, I've done a few lessons, even as an adult, and I just can't get... I just don't know how to swim. How, how do you feel? Can I ask? How do you feel around pools and at the beach? I'm petrified in the beach. The mm. pools are not that bad, and I won't go to the um, to the beach unless if I have um, like a professor, like someone that knows how to swim mm. with me to for my kids as well. So, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's what it is. You want to be able to save your kids if you have to. Yes, well, my husband's a lifesaver, so right. that's why. Uh. So, so what is? Wow. What does he think about? Yeah, what does he think about you not swimming? Has he wanted to teach you? Um, he's tried a couple of times, but yeah, no, nah, you can't get it. Yeah, it's right. Those, okay. Not that coordinated. What about like a doggy paddle? I could. I can do that. I normally just sit in a noodle. Yeah. 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 If you're drowning, you don't want to wait for someone doing doggy paddle to get to you, though. No, I know that. Yeah. But I meant like... I think I want, how amazing. There's a lot more than I would have thought. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I want to know if anyone has been involved with an intervention. Could be a happy one. Are they ever happy one? <laughs> Uh, I think Could, that's an oxymoron you've just yeah, asked for there. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Most often a sad one. But 1310 hey, we need to sit you down. <laughs> yeah. You're too much of a nice person. You're just way too nice. You know, you know excuse me, yeah. you're too fit. Yeah. You're giving too much money to charity. Okay. Yeah. You need to pull it up. Stop yeah. adopting children. Yes. Okay, good point. Hey, hey, hey. Leave but the homeless alone. Let me let me let me rephrase that then. <laughs> Interventions, I think a lot of people, if they had an intervention of themselves, would just be horrified. But I want to flip it around and say no. It means that there is a group of people that care about you enough to get together and organise something for you, so that you can change. What's the, my yeah. friend was just telling me that they had to have an intervention on their mum, and I was like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "Yeah, we all had to get together and have a big intervention with friends and family and everyone." to sort of say that you can't make everything about you because she was creating a lot of drama and apparently oh. it was to organising a wedding and everything came back to her. God, weddings bring out the worst They do, people, don't, don't they? they? And they're like, wait a minute, no, this is not your wedding. You can't do it. And they've sort of warned her about it and eventually they were like, we all need to get together hmm. and do it as an intervention. Is that kind of ironic that in order to bring the attention the fact that everything's about her, they make a big thing all about her? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're making it about you. This is this is about this, you. This one is about this you. This is the last time After it's about this, you. No more. But I think interventions can be good if you're concerned about a friend who's taking drugs or anything. That would be like the main one, wouldn't it? Do you yeah. think? Drugs and alcohol. It's time to step in. They're not realising. What how about intervention when you're in a bad relationship? 
Oh yeah. Ooh, that's a that's a tough one. It is a tough one, but it's one that might need to be needed. We're going. You know what? That person doesn't bring out the best in you. Is he in the intervention? They're right, Janet. <laughs> He's not. We had an intervention at work at the old radio station that I went to, yeah. and it was because someone kept stealing everybody's lunches, oh. and we all thought it was funny at first. Oh, we're going to have one of them here any day now. And then it got to a point where we were like, we've had enough, and we worked out like the shifts that it was on as well, yeah. so we all sat down. It was like an intervention, but we didn't know what person it was. It was between two of them. All right. I want to sit someone, I want to sit everyone down now and say, who keeps using all my butter in the fridge here? That's my butter. Butter's communal. Butter. You don't have butter. Butter's communal. No, anyway. it's my butter. No, you're you're annoyed that someone <laughs> else. You're annoyed that everyone else is using someone else's butter that you're using. <laughs> and you've had the only intervention where it's one person talking to fifty instead of fifty talking to one person about their problem. You guys have been involved in intervention? No. Sorry for the. I could make one up for the no, sake of. No, I don't want you to. No. no, I never have either. That's good. That means we're yeah. surrounded by you know balanced well, people. Or we just don't care enough about them to organise an intervention. We, that, we came close about your eBay purchasing. Yeah? Yeah. Really? No. <laughs> oh, right. I was going to say, who are you doing that with? I don't, I don't remember that. It was PayPal and everyone yeah. was coming together. And... <laughs> no, well, so what do you want to know? 30, 10, 60 if you've been in, in an, an intervention. intervention. Yeah. And has it worked? Maybe it's a family one. Maybe it's a friend one. I reckon Esther's family had one about me. I think they sat her down. Oh, yeah. Well, I know her dad sat her down yeah. when we we're going through our breakup phase, and I think he said, nah, maybe let him go. And the only reason I found that out is because I um, was at a barbecue once with them, and he was trying to hook her up with all the guys from his work. So I was like, oh, what's happened here? All of them or just one? Oh, no, as many as he could. <laughs> Who's single here? Come on over. Take her away. Uh, thirteen ten sixty. have you ever been in an intervention, whether you've been intervening mm-hmm. or you've been... Intervened on. (laughs) Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. My friend is having a wedding in the family and she said that they had to sit down the mum and have an intervention because she was making it all about her. So they had to like invite her over for a dinner and I was like, wow, I've never done an intervention. I wonder if it is what you see on the movies where you invite them over and then they walk in the front door and everyone's just sitting in the lounge room with really sad faces. Yes. There used to be a TV show. It was great called intervention and they would um, get so it was all the drugs and alcohol one yeah. mainly um, and they would go through the whole process getting everyone together and then they'd, the guy would walk in and he'd be like what the hell is this Cause Cause I imagine yeah. why are you yelling surprise <laughs> yeah. this is meant to be a, what what it's not a party yeah. a lot of them would run surprise is intervention <laughs> but I think it would be good though because when you know that all your loved ones are in on it together yeah. then you kind of go well you can't really lie about a lot of things anymore but I wonder on 131060 what have you had an intervention for and if it was a happy intervention, okay. Abby didn't want this to be all sad stories. If you've ever had a happy intervention about a happy thing, please call through as well. All right, anonymous. first one's anonymous, yeah. Have you had an intervention, Anonymous? Hi, yes, yes. A number of years ago when my son was only 16 and still at school, he was having, uh, he started hanging out with a, an older crowd that were into drugs and stuff. So I got a few people together and unfortunately I invited his father and stepmother who weren't entirely on board with the intervention, but I didn't know this until the intervention and they just had their own agenda. 
And instead of trying to um, you know, reason with my son and talk sensibly with him, all they wanted to do was yell at him and point the finger and uh. whatnot. And unfortunately, the intervention backfired because of how they treated him during the intervention. Um, he felt like I had betrayed him by asking them to be there. Yeah. Um, he, he cut off, you know, he wouldn't talk to me as much anymore. He ended up moving out of home. We lost him basically for a couple of years to this crowd. But uh, the good thing is it does have a happy ending eventually. I kept the lines of communication open and was always there for him and didn't judge him. And he eventually came around and parted ways with that crowd and... Well, rule one of interventions, make Everyone sure everyone's got the same script. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so if you haven't had a pre-script reading, yeah. you need to think about you it. You say you have to have an intervention rehearsal? Yes. That I is not a yes. bad idea. Yeah. Then I'm going to say. Because then there's always that person that just leads the whole conversation and mm. no one, you know, person in the corner doesn't get a word and in. And you go, Tom, do you have anything to say? No, you made all my points. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I've got the script <laughs> yeah. and you yeah. went off You it. went off topic. I hate it when Angela, that in North Lakes, have you had an intervention? Uh, yeah, I have actually. It was um, like a bucket of cold water being thrown over me. That's yeah. the feeling it felt like. Right. Oh, so it was on you, yes. It was on me, yeah. I rocked up to my sister's place um, and it was just my sister and my best, best friend. Um, and they were the only ones that kind of knew what was going on in my private life. And um, I didn't pick up that it was an intervention vibe straight away. Um, and then looking back, I kind of laugh a bit because I think oh, it was probably really awkward for them. Yeah. yeah. So they're all making small talk and um, they finally get around to the reason why they were here and that's when it dawned on me, wow, this is like an intervention. And what was it for, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I was, I've been a single mum for a long time and I was kind of getting into the whole Tinder dating scene a bit too much. So when the kids right. would go to my ex, I was kind of making risky choices about oh, okay. dates yep. and yeah. that kind of thing. And they were concerned about me and... It kind of had a happy ending because I could see how concerned they were um, and it kind of curbed my behaviour a bit as well. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's yeah, good. especially when you kind of go, if you're doing things and you think nobody notices. Someone does. And then they've all got together and you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, you don't realise. Sometimes you're just going off doing your own thing and you don't see how it's affecting other right. people and that's why they step in. Uh, now, Lisa is on from Stamford. Um, is, I think this is going to be our ha- happiest intervention <laughs> out of all the calls. Why did you have an intervention, Lisa? Um, it was toilet etiquette at work. Yeah, it's all—it's got to be done, <laughs> eh? What were you doing? I wasn't doing. Oh. Sure. I, um, all the women were called into a meeting. I can't remember the title of the meeting, and everyone was sort of sitting there looking because the meeting title was a bit strange. Yeah. And then they stepped through the actual what you had to do in the toilet, how you had to leave the toilet, how you had to use the toilet brush. Um, oh, so, yeah. someone doing the kanga, kanga slide, were they? Oh, guys, are they um, cool? I don't know, but everyone started looking at everyone and then everyone sort of started to work out who it really was about. <laughs> Why were they sitting every- at the end of the table? There's one person uh, at the end, the uh, person doing the then- talking. No, no, they weren't doing that. And then no one knew where to look, so everyone started looking down, and then some people started giggling. And then <laughs> Oh, that's so awkward. Was, but it was really awkward for the poor HR lady and the office manager. Oh, yes. They're trying wow. to, to make it, and their faces were getting quite red, and they were trying not to look at each other. And okay, so so anyway, just... we all worked out how to use the toilet, and it all ended up... <laughs> 
See, happy intervention. Yeah. Just for the record, Lisa, how, yeah. how do you use it? <laughs> oh, well, you... No, I'm joking. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't no, know. No, no. So I'm, cool. I'm sweet. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Macklemore going to be on the show with us next week. We are catching up with him when he plays River Stage uh, on Friday night. Yeah, I think I'll be a little bit starstruck. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So will he. He's a big fan of Have You Been Paying Attention. Hates this show, though. <laughs> Never listens to you here. Wait, yeah. Just catches up on 10 play. He's got the app on, <laughs> on his Apple TV. Gee, that's a bit Ooh. weird. Settle down. How do you know you like this? Coleman's what? back on. That's why we <laughs> got the check interview. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm not happy with? Uh. Narrow it down Julie for us. McKenzie. Okay. I'm going to throw a name out there. She's a friend of mine. <laughs> she's also a psychic that comes on the show quite a bit. And she's she very has... good. She d- she's predicted nearly everything, hasn't she? Everything correct, hasn't she, Maddie? Oh, good she on. keeps sending me text messages saying, You guys are building a goon raft and going across a big Brisbane River. Big mistake. What does she mean by big mistake? And then she do the little shark emoji. And I'm like, Is she doing that as a friend or is she doing that as she's made a prediction? Mm. I don't know, but when she keeps sending going, ugh, not sure about this, once again, do you know something? Let's get her on tomorrow. Yes. Get a final answer on this. All right. If she says you definitely, I'm predicting you're going to get eaten, do we cancel? I think we have to. (coughs) What do you think? (laughs) Because that that didn't sound like, what do you think? If she says that we're going to eat. No, no, no. I I would say no. I still go. I love her, but. You know what you need to do? Block her. You don't no, need that kind of negativity. You know what we should do? We should invite her on the raft. And if she says, hell no, then we go, maybe we shouldn't. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but no thanks. So if she says we're going to die, we do it anyway. <laughs> don't, I'm not into that. What? You don't have to come. We'll chat to her tomorrow. Okay. GPS app. You know the one on your phone? It's handy because it tells you when there's roadworks mm-hmm. and then, you know, whether there's delays and but stuff like that. there's a like quicker that. route? Yes. Which is kind of handy. But it always just causes another reason to get into an argument with your partner. Because they say, you go the way that you know. They go, I'll put it in the GPS, and the other way is quicker. I don't, I don't know that way. Never go that way to the airport. <clears throat> yeah, but the GPS will show you. How much time are we going to save? Two minutes. Okay, so if we go the way I definitely know, we definitely won't get lost, but it'll take two minutes extra. Yeah, but it's quicker the other way. That two minutes could mean me missing my plane. Mm. Sure. I got lost following the GPS on the way I didn't know. We were five minutes later than if we had gone the way I do know. So thanks. But no thanks. I also like that you were only brave enough to say this because you know she's on a plane and not listening. Oh, no, nah, we've been arguing with okay. text over still. <laughs> <laughs> hey there. Early morning traffic lights. I'll admit that when there are a lot of cars on the road, you do a fine job. And without you, it'd be chaos. But when I'm waiting at an intersection, there's no cars going one way, no cars going the other way, and you won't change. I roll my little scooter up and down the little bit that I think might... Jump up just to make yourself wait. Make a noise. Broom! I'm a car. Sorry. Thanks, guys. But no thanks. Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt.